The following podcast is brought to you by the Jonas Podcasting Network, found exclusively at wrestlingwithjonas.com. edition of the SWN podcast. I am your host, as always, Billy, and I am joined once again with Brody Adler. Welcome to the show. Thank you. How are you? I'm very well. So for everyone that's listening, uh, Brody, I, I called the episode Brody Strikes Back uh, for a little bit of a, a, a Pokemon jam for the Mewtwo Strikes Back thing. Um, I like to theme my episodes uh, titles just so they're for the guest. But this is also because Brody's back, there may be swearing. And I'm not going to edit it out. So if you don't want the swearing, cover your ears and don't listen. But stay tuned. I'm sure we'll speak about good stuff. Um, <laughs> but I'm very well. How are you? I'm good. Yeah. Just try to survive the heat, man. I'm not very good with it. So hence the white. I always wear black, but I've got like two white t-shirts. So today it's time. I'm, I'm exactly the same. That's why I got this. I got the blue uh, t-shirt for the SWM podcast. I had the black one and it was just becoming... A nightmare because this is a very small room as it is. Um, so, and then I, I tried to shave my shave my head anyway because because I'm bald by choice. Uh, but the the beard I tried to trim down. I just looked like a thumb, and I was just like, so it's, I'll just I'll wear lighter clothes. That's probably the best idea. Um, so it's been about I think ten months since we we last did the episode. Uh, must be up uh-huh. to a year or something like that since it was released. And unfortunately, you were in the awkward first season this where I didn't write notes and just cringed my way through episodes. So uh, I'm just going to go straight to the Facebook, the Twitter questions just to, to kick us off because they're actual proper questions and then I'll do whatever shit I think of. So for episode 164, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never love that day. <laughs> No, you will not, uh, but we'll have Brent's questions. Oh, actually, ask him first. Uh, which of the previous 164 episodes of the SW podcast has been your favourite? <laughs> He's such a smart arse, it kills me. <laughs> um, I've, I'm drawing a blank on about, about 70 of those, probably. But I don't know. Uh, I, I re-watched them quite a lot. Um, oh. I re-watched the ADM one a couple of times. Uh, I watched the Dunbar one. I'll probably watch that again, mostly because obviously he's putting me over. Um, <laughs> but I don't know, probably ADM. Yeah, I really enjoy all of them. But I don't even know if this was a legit question, but it's getting answered anyway. Uh, do, you, do you watch your old one back? Are you the same as, as me as I can't watch myself do these things? So when I do a, like a video podcast or just a normal podcast, I'll always listen back to it because... After I do one, I've always got the total anxiety of, oh, what have I said? Oh, I'm going to have said something stupid. Oh, I bet. Oh, no. Did I say that? I did say that, didn't I? And I end up just winding myself up to the point where I'm like, I'm going to have to just watch it and sit like that through it. And then I'll just never touch it again. <laughs> I, I tried to watch well, the entire one again on like uh, two speed. But unfortunately, our accents do not mix well with uh, speeding up. Because I'd understand it, like even myself. <laughs> although I used, uh, well, because I was trying to, I was trying to cheat. I was using an app called Otter to, to just put the video through, and it would give me the transcript. 
no, it just it wasn't. It I don't know what language it was, but it definitely wasn't any form of English. Um, it's like if you ever put the subtitles on, it's still game. It's kind of like that. It's just it's just non-context. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know what it is, but I think since I've hit thirty, I have to watch everything with subtitles now. I can't concentrate otherwise. I'm just kind of my brain wanders off if I don't have subtitles on. That's weird that you mentioned that because I recently turned 30 and I do that as well now sometimes. <laughs> so I don't know if it is just like a, a thing. But yeah, I've, I've started doing that too. I went to the cinema to see uh, Black Widow and I was watching it going, okay, okay. And at the end I was like, I think I took in about 70% of it. So I had to, <laughs> I had to find a copy. I mean, I had, to, I had to download it legally afterwards and just put the subtitles on. And I was like, ah. I understand all this now. This that's great. So yeah, it's age. I think it's definitely age. Um, so I, before I wanted to get you back on the show uh, because of the success of the day of birth bonanza episode, and just unfortunately you were having a bit of a breakdown during it. But it was it was so entertaining entertaining to me that I had to have you back on the show itself and get a proper episode in without me just going uh, Pokemon. So. <laughs> Your pain is was was the reason why I've I've dragged you back into this. <laughs> that's that's just kind of me in a, a quiz setting. Like throughout the first lockdown, the the source guys would do a quiz every single Wednesday, and it was just me sitting like that the whole time. <laughs> My general knowledge on pretty much everything is just a bit rubbish and I do just put it down to having such a sucky memory now I don't know what's happened to the memory I think it's the bumps because it just ain't what it used to be so it just makes quizzes that little bit harder but if people want to relish in my anguish that's entirely like screw it man I'm here for entertainment aren't I <laughs> uh, that's the thing I mean someone did ask uh oh, it was actually Jason Hyde who will mention in a bit uh, he was just asking the pros and cons of Brent Carter. Of course, the don't want to spoil it for anyone, but he, he did win the day of birth bonanza. Um, he, he's not been gloating about it at all. I'm still waiting for the picture. I uh, don't think we're going to get it. Yeah. I, overly, overly pleased. <laughs> I, I was just, yeah, I, I was like, what picture? And I just realised, and I've pictured it in my head, went, ah, no. No, Such no. picture in your head, though. <laughs> I think that's enough. I don't think I actually want to see it in reality. I, I want to see this. Like, I want, I just, I can just imagine his face just being like so smug. I just want to see it for the face, just like winner, baby. Uh, he did, uh, did, did you see the video of him uh, posing with this, the wonderful belt? He must have tagged yeah, you in it, I'm guessing. Yeah, there's, there's just a, it's, it's, yeah, it's just in a car and he's uh, quite cockily. Uh, posing with it, so I'll, I'll, I'll tag you next time it pops around. I think I saved it because you know it's it's plugged for my for my kind of stuff anyway. So be as well. Um, yeah, so you've been busy with the podcast and yourself because you've been on things like According to Woods, uh, yeah. and of course Jason Hyde's socialising uh, yeah. eventually came out. So how have you found podcasting in general and getting out there and speaking nonsense like the rest of us. I do like it, I enjoy it, but it still baffles me. Um, so particularly with According to Woods, and I'm on a podcast in October called Dudes at Ringside, and I'm like, these guys from our, <clears throat> these guys are from America, like how do they even know, like, 
me because I've like I've only just started here I've had like four matches and like why I don't understand why people are coming to me because I'm like you know you've got bigger people over there who do stuff but I'm loving it man like if it's like like cheeky self-promotion and stuff and it's good to kind of meet and network with new people plus like your podcasts and stuff like in the SWN tournaments has been such a big thing for me the past year like you'll see me on Twitter talking with like Jason Hyde and Brent Carter and Mr. Manivole and Rain and like Hal Rainer and stuff like that and I've pure created this online relationship with these people through like you and through your podcasts and your tournaments and stuff and I pure can't wait to meet everyone now I feel like I've got a new wee group to look forward to meeting that's the weirdest thing because I've thought done uh what is it now I think you'll be like the 80th episode maybe of recording and I've probably seen about 12 people wrestle of that of that lot and mostly we wrestle on folk obviously but uh it's it's weird because I've said in other episodes, if I meet someone in, in real life, I um, I don't speak. I'm just a very shy person because I like to think about what I'm saying, at least for podcasting. Once the conversation is over, it's done. There's no awkward lingering afterwards. I don't have to. Oh, there, there, there is always the lingering because I don't know how to end a conversation. But uh, at least I can hit end of meeting and I'm out. It's gone. It's over. Uh, interaction done but it is weird how this this kind of podcast and all this kind of thing has created this network of people that have never spoken before and now yeah but it's it's awesome and I'm like I'm like one of these people who I I used to be like super awkward but now I'm just like man screw it like so I just feel like if I was to be in a room with you and you're quite quiet and stuff like I can just like there's there's no like awkward silences you'll probably notice I'm a pure yabber anyway but like I just feel kind of open to talking to everybody I guess like like today when certain subjects came out a bunch of the trainees from a school ended up inboxing me and some I hadn't spoke to before we ended up like talking for ages and just becoming pals and I think it's cool that we can all we can all do that without being like strangers <laughs> so yeah that's it yeah and, oh god that i mean we won't go into too much detail because you know don't want to give them the time of day but fucking hell happy times in here happy times today yeah just as soon as i saw it i was like oh for f- come on just come have a day and i just leave just leave please but uh so so it's been over a year and yeah some folks think they can sneak back in that's what we'll Kind of lean it on, but uh, all the folk going, all the all the uh, people defending, and I'm like, I've saw none of this. So thankfully, I must have the right people that I'm following. In general, I see none yeah. of this kind of stuff. I see all the, only the good, and calling out yeah. of the bad. So yeah. that's it's all good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, speaking about you being on, on podcast, I, I I was on according to Woods as well, and I don't know how a great podcast because you get so many weird not weird weird and wonderful guests because MMA fighting and all that kind of stuff I had no idea that, that he could keep me talking for so long that yeah was... he's good at that isn't he like he just pure draws it out of you and you're like hold on has this been two hours now like seriously that's it yeah that's it the kind of it, it's, it's a fantastic setup because he has like the interactive element he has comments coming through it I'm like oh I've got that that's, that's I don't think I could do live uh, rec- 
do this live kind of mm -hmm. planning to but it just does terrifying to get your feedback there and then because what if what if your guests shite what if you're shite at the time of hosting and you're gonna yeah, have someone go, like an off day or something like what if nobody's like logging into the twitch streams and stuff that freaked me out like did you're like you're from america like how, how is anyone over there going to know to ask me questions and they just did so it was cool like i did catch some of yours as well and it was good i enjoyed it yeah, I, I, I haven't listened to it back because, you know, I don't like hearing my own voice. Anyway, um, so so if anyone listens to these podcasts and there is any glitches of that, I probably haven't checked them. I just kind of remember if there's something bad or get the guests to contact me if there's anything they don't want in it, and then I will find it. That's about as far as I'll do for editing um, because it's a professional setup here. Uh, so you're episode seven uh, of, the, of the actual first season, and... That's quite nerve-wracking for me, uh, but your 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 episode actually hit over a hundred views on YouTube, so you're you're in the the famed hundred club uh, on YouTube as well. Um, so uh, that was pretty. How many how many times did you, did you say you do, you do watch it back and kind of cringe a little bit? But how many times did you watch yeah. it? Did you share it? Did you get oh, people to watch it? Yeah, I, I watched it once and then I shared it and then I shared it again and then I sent it directly to all my friends because I'm that annoying person and then like I've shared it kind of periodically throughout the year as well so yeah I really want to hit that 200 man I've got to so join, join the club with Jason uh <laughs> speaking of his of him though he did uh, recently did socializing with Jason Hyde and yeah I was so excited because I had already contacted you to be on the, the show and all that kind of stuff but when I heard that you've been on a scrubs binge at the time yeah, yeah. How far have you gotten now? I am about four episodes from the end. Ah, um, right. Season so eight or season nine? Is, as soon as I'm like near the end, I'll be like, okay, I don't want to finish it just yet. So I'm just going to wait for a little bit because <laughs> I'm scared of finishing a binge because then I'm like, what comes next? Absolutely. Is it season eight? You're, you're meaning the end or yeah, season nine? Med school. So I don't know. Ah. I'm so sorry, but I need to get rid of this. Sorry. Seriously, you're killing me, Dutch. It's just everywhere. Just now. it's killing me. I'm sorry. It's no bother at all. But um, I so I, I've started season nine because it's the one that people don't want to speak about. But I I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I I remember not enjoying it the first time, but um, I really I, I do like it now. Like I kind of I think I appreciate the characters a bit more because it wasn't. It could have been like standalone without it being like kind of scrubs. It could have been a spin-off, I guess. But yeah, I think the first time I was just like, I'm not gonna like it. I'm not gonna like it. And now that I've actually watched it properly, I'm like, oh, it's quite good. Yeah. I don't, yeah, it's got some unnecessary hate. As long as you take it as it's med school, then that's yeah. it. If, if you go and go in, oh, it's the ninth season of Scrubs, ah, you're not gonna like it. You're just definitely yeah. not gonna like it. Uh, any favorite characters in series in general? I know there's so many. Uh, I mean, I don't remember any of their names right now. Surprise, surprise. Um, who is the Franco boy? Oh, it's season nine. Oh, yeah. Um, Cole. Yeah, I hated him at first, but now I'm like, yeah, he's he's quite good. <laughs> I don't know why. I think it's just because he's so cringy and he kind of gets his comeuppance quite often, and I quite like that, so... But uh, we kind of got like a half. I've watched season nine, but we kind of on the on the uh, communal TV. 
team in my life. We're on we're on season two again at some point, I think. Um, just nothing on. We'll throw on an episode of Scrubs. But uh, are you going to, to Comic-Con this year in Edinburgh? I didn't know there was one. You're dying to go to a Comic-Con as well. When's this? Um, eight, I think 8th and 9th of October. Well, you, you're going to love one of the guests then. Uh, you probably love all of them because you're, you're a bit more into the comics than I am. Hang on. Comic-Con. Uh, I should really know because I'm going to it. But um, it's all Vampire Diaries stuff that's come in and John C. McGinley. Ooh. And that's why I'm Ooh. going. I want, to see, I want to meet Dr. Cox. My so, gosh. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get on this like as soon as as soon as we're done here. But uh, right. uh, 9th and tenth of October. Yeah, yeah, so, I've got to. So I might bump into you then. then. I'll, I'll I'll be in a very confusing cosplay because I don't know how to cosplay. Never done it, so I'm mm. okay. I think a fat Thor because I now have the, I have a hammer. But uh, I would love to do that as well. But like, add a little bit more clothing to it, I guess. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, no. I'd have the cardigan and all that. I would, I would be all gut out. That'd be brave. That'd be brave even for me. <laughs> so, so wrestling. We haven't actually spoken about wrestling yet. I don't oh, think. I know wrestling. What what we up to in the last year since we last did this conversation podcast thing? I mean, mostly watching wrestling. Mostly, um. The Fierce Females Dojo has been open for a while, so we've been kind of doing mostly like like drill-based things. So I have got to work on my roles quite a lot and bumping and stuff like that. I've done, like, so we're allowed to do, like, contact from the 19th of July, obviously, and we've been doing, like, a lot more drills. And I was in a three-hour drill class last night uh, taken by Tom Fulton. So just three hours of like running, rolling, bumping, running, rolling, bumping, which was great. And on Monday, I think I went for, we were doing like a Japanese bump drill, which was like 10 bumps. Just, just Aisha shouts it at you and you do it. And as I was kind of getting more and more fatigued, I'd done like a big flip and I landed like that. <laughs> and I crunched all my shoulder. And then last night I backwards rolled over it. I was like, I've literally, we're getting full classes back next week and now my shoulder is totally burst because it's just, of course, of course that would happen. But the dojo has been awesome. Um, there's a lot of really talented girls there uh, and we've got some stuff coming up, which we're not allowed to speak about just yet, but I can say that it's going to be super exciting and it's very exciting for us. So yeah that'll be awesome and i can't wait for everyone to find out what it is because i'm so not good at keeping secrets sorry i want to stop recording you can tell me so that's all good uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh i saw the the photo shoot of course by the wilsons um of, of kind of the group group of views um of this, this tease of what's to come so um i'm i'm looking forward to finding out what it is i don't know if it's, if it's going to be on demand or, or shows or I, i'm just I'm, I'm intrigued to know. Um, absolutely. Uh, so back to the questions then. We've got uh, Suzanne. Suzanne Rust uh, contact uh-huh. us. It's probably, I was going to say these ones we asked in our first episode, but it wasn't. I asked literally nothing in our first episode. Um, I asked how, how you got into wrestling. What's your favourite Pokemon? I think that was it. And <laughs> we, we, we spent an hour speaking about that. 
like since last year I'm like a lot more out of my shell so either way things are going to be a bit more bit more good this time from my perspective I think that's right I'm a bit more relaxed when it comes to asking questions as well because it was like on the brink of all the shit stuff that happened last year so I was like treading lightly on anything uh but anyway Suzanne's asked what inspired you to become a professional wrestler oh so uh I kind of feel like I, I don't want to insult any any I was going to say actual wrestlers I don't want to insult any actual wrestlers with this answer but absolutely nothing I did I had no aspirations to be a wrestler I didn't want to do it but I got essentially pushed into going to a class and pushed into going back and I was like I don't know like I watched wrestling and I used to go to ICW shows and stuff but I never actively thought about doing it because the concept of a wrestling school never ever entered my brain I just kind of thought people are wrestlers like like people, I suppose people are, I was going to say people are runners, but you need to train a bit for that too, don't you? Um, the concept of a school never really got me. So at the time, my, my pal was like, what, do you want to come to the school with me? And and we can do some wrestling. Like, I mean, I don't want to at all because I don't want to get hurt. And I ended up going and then I just kind of fell in love with it. I, I trained for... Oh my gosh, what year did I do? I trained for four and a half years, but I genuinely never ever thought I would debut. I was just there because I enjoyed the kind of camaraderie with it. I enjoyed the people I was spending my time with and the challenges that I would put myself through. I never thought I would get to debut. But as soon as like a week and a bit of hope was given to me, I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to do this. Like I am going to do this. I have to. And then I feel like I just kind of fell in love with it a lot more. And now I just want to wrestle. Like I appreciate that if I'd started a lot, lot earlier, I would probably be able to make like a career out of it. But to me, it's just it's something I love doing, and it's a big hobby of mine. But I, I don't know. I don't feel like I can make a forever thing. I would at least like to go for five years before, like family commitments and stuff come into it. And if I get to come back, I get to come back. That was a very long answer for a short question. <laughs> That's absolutely fine. So, so yeah, so WWE is, is maybe like a, a pipe dream, but maybe like a tour of Japan or something like that would be like doable, you would think, within within that five-year space. Yeah, like um, I'm one of these people who um, I, I don't want to set myself up for disappointment, so I make like very, very short-term goals. Like my goal initially was to debut for Source. And then my next goal was, right, November 2020, I want to debut for Fierce Females. I set that date and I was like, I'm going to do it in November. Obviously, those shows didn't go ahead, but things kind of worked out in my favour anyway. Uh, and now the next one is, okay, so I'm wrestling for Fair City, I'm wrestling for a couple of other places that haven't been announced yet. I would love to get to Discovery. I would love to get to Pro Wrestling Eve. So if and when I was to achieve those, I can then move on to kind of bigger aspirations. I just like to keep it low so that if if things don't happen, I'm not going to be sad. <laughs> That's one way to do it. Um, so, yeah, of course, you mentioned uh, Fair City. Um, your debut is due in October. So yeah. Touchwood actually happens uh, with the... Uh, everything going on hoping this this freedom day thing doesn't cause a spike and by the time this episode comes out we're stuck in another lockdown 
which you know entirely possible unfortunately Mm. Um, but you're going straight into a title match as well so this is for the vacant FCW Women's Championship you're against Sam Marie Taylor who if I remember rightly is on your bucket list of of opponents yes yeah what what were your thoughts when you were contacted and when you found out when Sarah was going to be your opponent what was your your emotions and thoughts around all that so initially when I was contacted I was given two dates uh, the one in October and the one in November um, I was told in November I would go against Sarah Marie Taylor, which is awesome for me because she's the first woman that I got to see wrestle. So the first ever wrestling show I went to, she was there and she was wrestling. And I just think that that's a kind of nice, kind of um, like it brings everything full circle. I didn't know it was going to be a title shot until the, the match picture went up so when that picture went up I got a message from someone I think it was from Zero actually Zero messaged me like oh congratulations on your title shot and I was like sorry what <laughs> what are you talking about um so yeah I messaged the booker and I was like so this is for uh, a title and it's not even just like a title it's it's for like the first like to be the first to hold it and it's it's mad because I still I still think of myself as like a trainee because I had my four matches and then I have been kind of sitting for so long just trying to kind of kind of try to figure myself out and not being able to wrestle. I still think of myself as nobody really knows me. I'm still trying to get out there. And now all of a sudden I'm being presented with a title shot and against Sarah Marie Taylor, like I don't think I could ask for much more of a, a wow kind of moment for me. And I'm like, I'm super looking forward to it. Like, I'm bursting my arse training to get in the kind of best shape I can. Maybe not the best shape, maybe a little bit faster. But like, and just kind of get myself up to up to game so that I can be like the best opponent for her and the best wrestler for, for, the, for the audience. Like, I'm super stoked about it. And I mean, it's, it's also one of those where, like I say, it is, is a bucket list. Um, but when you were speaking about you still considering yourself a trainee, I think it was, I think it might be a Joe Henry podcast possibly I heard that he said that as soon as you accept a payment for a booking, you're a professional wrestler. Um, he probably said it far more succinctly than I did there because I was half remembering the quote <laughs> as I was going through it. Uh, I was just kind of speaking until I reached the end of a sentence, much like Michael Scott. Um, so, uh, yeah, so as soon as you accept the payment, you are a professional wrestler. So when 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 do you think you'll be at? Is it a year? Is it a year of matches? When do you ever think you'll get out of that trainee mindset? I, I don't know. Um, I am... Anyone, anyone who knows me will tell you I am extremely self-deprecating. Like, I cannot... I think I play myself down and I put myself down in order to accept better things when they come along, if that makes any sense. But I had a conversation on Twitter actually with um, Rain and Matt Daly the other day. And Matt Daly said the same thing. He said, as soon as you get your debut match and as soon as you accept payment for a match, you're a professional. And I don't know, like I did, I worked for a long time to become like good enough to debut. And 
in particular in Source, you, you don't just get to debut when you can do certain things, you can put a match together. You need to absolutely like perfect your craft. You need to be like top, top game because it is strict as hell. And I know I've achieved that obviously because I was allowed to debut by uh, people in the business who are obviously very more seasoned than me. But I don't know. I think I think just because I know I'm always learning, and when I'm in classes, I, I beat myself up quite a lot for maybe I'm not the fastest, maybe I'm not. I can't do flip to do stuff, but I can really really slam a bitch. I can run through people like I'm not fast, but I am damn strong. And I think the little things that I feel hold me back make me feel like, oh, you're just always going to be a trainee. Like you're always going to be kind of that person on the scene that's like, oh, do you know her? Like, I mean, I know the name, but but then if you say like, oh, do you know Sarah Taylor? And you're like, yeah, of course I do. Or like other women like uh, Emily, Emily Hayden, everybody knows who Emily Hayden is. And I would just be very surprised if I got to that kind of level. And he's not letting my brain hold me back. That's what it is. No, absolutely in that kind of same boat. Because I, when you're, you're, you're giving me compliments earlier in this podcast, I have no idea how to react to that kind of oh. stuff. <laughs> I'm just like, if you're sure, if you're sure this is good, just you believe it if you want. I'll just, uh, because because I don't, I, it sounds really bad. I don't make a lot of effort for this. I just kind of clip it, I put it, top and tail it and then put it out. I make zero effort outside of that. And I'm seeing all these podcasts with graphics and all that kind of thing. I was like, I wish I... You have graphics. You have graphics. What are you even talking about? <laughs> I have one I put at the start and one at the end. And one I put out to, to plug the podcast. That's it. <laughs> it makes me like, I've, I've like spent, I do spend far too much time making them because it should be working. But that's a totally different matter. But, uh, but yeah, it's, 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 I'm in that same kind of boat where, where I do try and... I lower my expectations to ever be disappointed. And that's just how it works. So I'm, I'm definitely in the same, like I say, I'm in the same boat with that. Um, yeah. Just to more wrestling chat, I didn't ask in our last chat, what was the reason behind the dynamite nickname? Ah, so uh, my favourite band is a band called The Blackout from Wales, who unfortunately broke up a few years ago. Um, I've actually got a wee, oh, I can't even manoeuvre myself that way. I've got like a wee square here, which is their logo. Right. And their, they had this hook that they always went with was that they were like, we are the dynamite. So it would be a big crowd chant, we are the dynamite. Um, the intro to one of their albums would be a long chant, along with just roaring guitars of we are the dynamite. And uh, I went to downloads. 2019. I'm really struggling with years because of this damn pandemic. Uh, I went to download 2019 and I got just like a, uh, I'll get that tattoo and it's three sticks of dynamite. And I thought I'll get it next to my blackout tattoo because it'll be nice. And I thought I'm just totally going to steal it. Like I just want to use it because I can totally use it with <clears throat> um, all, what does it mean? It's like all oh, your explosive, you're exciting, you're kind of dazzling. I thought, yeah, and it also kind of sounds badass. So, yeah, that's that's why. <laughs> it might not make much sense, but I like it. 
Oh, when I was trying to like think of a, a subtitle for this episode, like say I went for Brody Strikes Back, my, my first thought was going to age me terribly because it was going to be Miss Dynamite Tee And I thought, I don't want to out myself with being as old as I am by putting Miss Dynamite Tee on it uh, for the for the old Miss Dynamite song. But, uh, but now I know the story behind Dynamite. It makes far more sense than that. <laughs> not, not a big fan of Miss Dynamite. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we do have a question about names though, and it's from oh, Um You did respond to it at the time, but there's called but we've, we're going to delve into this hopefully. Okay. You put what other ring names did you consider before debuting? And there was also, I'm assuming it's your partner. Put, do you still have the list of names that you'd made? Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's my partner, yeah, and I've actually had to like like whiteboard them so that I remember them I've just got my wee work whiteboard here um so he put up a post on Facebook not long no it was me but he shared it this was years ago and we were talking about what would I have as a ring name before I debut this was literally about a year and a half into my training and he threw all these names at me now the kind of person he is is he's just like a constant rubber like he will just sit and be like, what about that? What about that? What about that? Like just, just to try and get a rise out of me because he pure knows he can get a rise out of me. <clears throat> so some of the names he came up with, not me, were Beth Onyx, because there's a Pokemon reference in there. Yeah. Um, Alex DeGrasse Tyson. Don't know why. Alex Riley. Um, Alex Bullet Dodger. And Kebert Zella. So, yeah, none of those were happening. Um, <laughs> Alex Bullet Dodger is the one that's. Is it, <laughs> is it three names? Alex Bullet, Bullet Dodger. Dodger? I don't know, but I would like to think if, uh, like, Quacko or Simon was introducing it, it would be Alex Bullet Dodger. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't. I don't know why. Like some of the stuff he comes out with, especially in in relation to wrestling, it's just a bit batshit, to be honest. I don't know why he used to have a podcast, and it's a shame that it doesn't still go on because he's just he's he's just he's a bit mad. He's just kind of constantly kind of a bit sneaky and stuff. And some of the stuff he hits out with, especially wrestling, it's just a bit like, dude, what are you on? But that was his. I had mine. I was I was going to go with Alex Ruin. And then the more I said it, I was like, Ruin, 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 Ruin. I don't like it. It doesn't roll. And then I was going to go with Alex Rents, which is uh, the surname is like the surname of my partner's kind of stage name he had when he was in a band. And then four days before my debut, I was actually Brody Abbott after Dimebag Daryl Abbott. And I thought, nah, I don't, I think that's a bit too kind of close to the bone. And then I chose Adler because Red Dead Redemption 2, Sadie Adler, badass bitch. Why not? <laughs> I thought you just really wanted to wrestle in Dundee. Uh, it was Adler, sorry. Um, <laughs> speak, speaking of professional, I think there's, there's some folk wrestling there for two years that still haven't been called a professional. Um, anyway, so... Bang bang. I know I'm on the vodka, <laughs> so it's 
it makes it more fun for me. Not for anyone else, just for me. Um, so it's fun for you. Exactly. I'm, 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 I'm the one that puts it out, so as long as it's fun for me, they won't listen. It's all good. Don't, I don't think they know how to or use computers. Just, um, Keep going, Billy. Keep going. <laughs> I know. I'm dreading the day that I get invited to someone else's podcast because more recent ones I've been finding ways just to make subtle, some not so subtle digs on things. Uh, the one with Irving Garrett will be the one that, that uh, I I was not very subtle at all with some pieces of information. But uh, but yeah, it's, I'm waiting for uh, Mickey Vago to get a hold of me for his, his mosh pit and I'm just going to get blazing and call out everyone that's been an arsehole in the world. And oh just... man, I might, I might make a podcast just to get all this out of you. I will, I'll do it. I don't have that much information, but I will, I will, I will labour the point until everyone agrees with me. Uh, if I've had a few drinks in me and call everyone out for being bastards and and that, uh, so anyone anyone wants a podcast on that that they want to kill mine, then give me a shout and I'll do it and I'll just uh, kill the world. Speaking of killing, uh, Fortnite, you've been uh, doing a lot of Fortnite as well during this yeah. this pandemic. Yeah, as soon as the pandemic hit, I was like, "What am I going to do with my life? Like, I'm I'm furloughed from work." oh I'll just play Fortnite I'll get good at it and I got good at it so yeah that's pretty much what I'd done six hours a day through the first lockdown and then I was made redundant from my job so I'm sure you can imagine where that went I played a lot more Fortnite <laughs> and I still do I play it like every day I love it it's just... how, how many wins are you on now um I think I've had about 1300 matches and I'm, I'm on like triple figure wins anyway but wow yeah I'm, I'm very good I, think I'm, <laughs> That's I'm... Why I, play it. I like being good at stuff and then if I get I, I can't get hung up on it because there's no story so I can just keep going and going and going it's great well I've played 300 games um I've got a couple like team wins but I don't really, I don't count them as my own because I didn't do a lot uh during it I just kind of hung back and tried not to die uh, but I, I, I recently got two two solo wins. I was yeah. so excited when I got my first one. I was so excited I put it on Twitter because I was like, I finally got my first. It was actually the same day as as, as uh, England losing the World Cup. So like... Oh, bonus. Double bonus. Uh, double bonus. And then the second one, which I wish I had clipped the recording of it, um, it was down to obviously two because that's how you win. You kill the last person. And I was looking about trying to find last guy and I could see something a, a bunny in the distance so this Googlemon thing and they were standing so still and I was like that's big mistake big and mistake I, and I stand still. cycled through my wee, my wee weapons and I had a bolt sniper and I just, just sat there and just shot them in the head that is my absolute weapon of choice because I'm an absolute demon with a sniper. Like you probably noticed I've uploaded a couple of videos just like look at me. But I, I love it, man. Um I'm not a buildy boy. Oh no, I can't do that. Not good at the building. So if somebody like see if you're against somebody who's like pure building, I would recommend stacking fireflies. And then if they're building, just chuck fireflies in their whole build and them, they'll go on fire. Yes. I had no idea what the fireflies were for, so now I know. That, that's... Yeah, it sets things on fire. Ah, 
Well, now I know. That's, that's good, oh, good, good to remember. Your that Fortnite life has been changed. <laughs> oh, absolutely. But no, if, if there's anyone, like, uh, the Sniper, I'm actually, I'm okay with until I go into a game with, like, um, I'm somehow in this group with Crusher Crave and Bradley Evans who are just snipe machines. <laughs> Don't ever get into a snipe. Well, you, I mean, you, you're probably good enough to get into a snipe battle with them, but Jesus, there's no point. We play creative and I go out the door and I'm dead. There's just, there's I, can't, no I can't really do creative. I've tried creative and I'm just like, what is this? Where am I? What's going on? Where's where's Holly Hedges? Where's where's Believer Beach? Where's where's Pleasant Park? I don't like Pleasant Park personally, but yeah. I like uh, where, where's the the swamp? The swamp. Oh, Slurpee Swamp. No, that's not all I'm thinking of. But that that is there. Oh, it starts with a C. Something camp. Uh, oh, camp camp cod. Oh, no idea. To be honest, I'm gonna go downstairs after we finish up and go. It's that one. It's, it's obviously it's obviously that one. Um, so back back to like wrestling. Why? So for you, Fortnite, I'm I'm well into it. So we'll, we'll need to get each other added at some point, and you can kill or drag me to up. wins. I drag me to wins. That's how that's how it works. I'll just uh, just ride on coattails until until my stats are amazing. Although I, I've unlocked, uh, I bought Captain America when the Marvel oh. ones came out. And even though I keep unlocking like Rick and Morty and all that kind of stuff, I'm just like, nope, I'm a cat boy for life. I'm, I'm Captain America. Yeah, nope, like I, I do the battle passes and stuff, but see whenever something nice comes into that item store, like I've got the I've got the luchador, the lady luchador. Um, I've got this big badass llama corn, he's called, and he's like in full armor and he's got a big llama head with horns. And it just looks badass. And this big thing called, he's called Guff. But he's just this big pink ball of feathers. It's quite awesome. I know it's amazing to see all these like creative people that are that have got these weird ass characters, and then I'm just running about as Captain America. Uh, I'm just kind of the time I started, Deadpool was gone. He wasn't on the store at that particular point in time. I was like, oh, he comes back though. Like, he comes back like every few weeks. I'll be hoarding my fee bucks just to just to I get thought that. He was, he was in like four days ago. Was he? I thought it was like this mashup ones, like Ravenpool and stuff. Uh, it was. Do you know? Yeah, it was. It was because I really wanted Cuddlepool, like the teddy bear one. But they're always like 2,000 V-Bucks and I'm just not really willing to to, to go for that. I don't know. It's not, it's not, if you don't get, if you look at your V-Bucks and think, oh, I could buy more, then that's, that's where the slippery slope, uh, slope begins. <laughs> and you end up just... just uh, you end up with a million characters that you'll use one of forever and you've just spent far too much money on it. Uh, but no, I'm in the Battle Pass as well because I was recommended to get it just because you, you get, get stuff. cool stuff. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. pretty much it. £10, why not? Go for it. Um, so yeah, you started training recently back again for uh, Fierce Females Dojo. How was that first bump for you? So the first bump wasn't terrible. Running the ropes sucked because it was just the, the line bruise above the shoulder blades and then the line bruise along the butt. Like the running the ropes was a lot harder to get back into. I had to relearn how to do front bumps, which was great fun because I just I couldn't do it. I just I couldn't fall on my face anymore. But I've got <laughs> since last year, I've got a lot more weight to throw back. So I've got a lot more cushion as well at the same time. I'm happy with that. Yeah, I mean, as long as you can still do the cardio stuff, it just 
rest of it will come, I suppose. But um, just, if anything, like, I'm, so not even shy about it. Again, again, like a stone and a half through lockdown, but I was training like hell during lockdown. I was doing stuff every day. I've got like a wee mini gym set up in my spare room, but I'm like faster and I'm stronger. So if anything, it's just going to be a bitch if other people need to lift me, but I'll, I'll work on it. <laughs> so I, I just told everyone, I, I did the same. I put on about two stone, I think, since the start of lockdown. Uh, but I, I just kept telling people it was muscle for the first little bit. And because I was doing like like uh, twelve mile walks every weekend, um, yeah. the the dog hated it. <laughs> she liked it. She liked it at first. Then by by the time it was like week six, going out for another ten to twelve miles, she was looking at me going, "No, just no, no." Just kind of needs to end. <laughs> but uh, but you know, once that stopped uh, because of like the new different restrictions came in, because it was me and my dad that would go out with uh, our respective dogs. Um, but we, so we had to stop doing that, and then we just haven't been arsed to actually get back into gear. So I can't. I don't think I could get away with calling it muscle now. It's just fat, but uh, <laughs> it's comfortable fat most times. Yeah, it's tough to get upstairs, and it's uncomfortable fat. But <laughs> so we'll, just, we'll carry on. Um, so speaking of that photo shoot, this is a, this is as organised as ever. Um, I shouldn't have had the double vodka before we started. Um, it's organised as ever, I should say. Uh, the latest photo shoot, so that teaser you had with yeah. everyone. Um, who brought the dynamite sticks? Oh, dude, of course it was me. <laughs> I went on Amazon and I bought some dynamite sticks because apparently I'm a huge mark for myself. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know why. I bought them last year and I was like, I'm going to buy dynamite sticks. And then I bought them and I got them. Like, what, what am I supposed to do with these? I, I bought something just because I had a marky moment for myself, and now I'm like, what am I even going to do with them? But they worked them. They worked their way into some pictures, and I thought they looked quite rad. So, yeah, I'm so, happy with that. Is that merch ideas? Can you get them in bulk and, and put Brody on the side of them, or no? <laughs> because they are like so crap. They're like really really thin thin bendy plastic and they cost me like a tenner for like these wee crappy plastic tubes with with just like with cable tie rope around cable tie rope what like cable tape around them so it's just not financially feasible it's not it's not good marketing yeah um speaking of marketing like, like you're saying the last year you have come out of your, of your shell a bit more you've you've been a bit more uh just just like giving less fucks, I suppose that's probably the best way to put it. Um, so you did the promos for one of our, I think our last tournament we did. The the yeah. tournament what was it the uh, mega tournament of Doom Two, the sequel, the happening. Um, yeah. So yeah, so that, that giving less fucks thing. Do, do you find that once you started doing that, that you started enjoying this kind of wrestling world a little bit more because it was a case of you you said you lowered your expectations to enjoy it. To the maximum, and um, did you find that embracing it more uh, became it? It became a bit more enjoyable. I think so. Yeah, when I when I especially when I like I signed up to Twitter under Brody, I kind of felt like I've always been under the impression when you go to shows, you're very respectful. You're like hello, shake hands, and like quiet unless you're spoken to, and like don't rub anyone up the wrong way. If you rub anyone up the wrong way, then you're not going to get this. You're not going to get that. Everybody will talk about you. Because that's just kind of like what, like, 
commun like communities are like. Like if you're in um if you're in the music business, if you're like in a, a local band or something and your band does something shady, everyone will know about it and you won't get booked or you'll get crap online. So when I initially like kind of came out on Twitter as Brody, I just thought I'm gonna kind of just put out things that are relevant to me and relevant to little things that I like. I'm not the most articulate of people. So Twitter doesn't have an edit button, which really fucks with me because I can I can say things and word them in such a way where people can take it completely differently because I just, I can't, I'm just not good at it. So the only way to kind of like get rid of that is just, just sit and shut up. But I have just kind of come to the realization that I'm like, why, why do I need to like adhere to all these rules and play nicey nicey just for the sake of like being liked and stuff? Like I've always been one of these people who worries about people liking me, but now I'm just like, man, who has a fuck? I just want to wrestle. I just want to wrestle. If I meet some friends along the way, that's awesome. The promoing, however, was something I was always really afraid of. I was always really, really nervous if it came up in classes. But um, Chris Brooker ran a, a four-week um, character and promo course, and it really, really done a lot for me. It really brought me out of my shell. It taught me a lot about kind of who me and my character is and how I can promo better. And it kind of coincided with the tournament. So I thought, I'm really going to put this to the test, and I'm just going to start promoing for this tournament. And the more I promo, the more I'll feel better about doing it in the future. So it's kind of got to the point now where we go into the dojo and we're filming for things. Um, if they're like, can you cut a promo now? It's like, yeah, let's go. Because I'm more comfortable. I feel it's just made me more comfortable, like being more of myself on Twitter rather than so this is the podcast I'm doing today. I like that in wrestling. I like Pokemon. No, I'm just like, see this guy, by the way, like he needs to leave. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's it, because I mean, especially in the last year anyway, uh, when today came round, it could have been very easy for many people. I mean, I, I, I don't like getting into arguments anyway, so I, I put up cringy pictures uh, to represent <laughs> the day, because uh, I think that's just, just a better way to go about it than just outright calling someone. There's dog outside barking now. That's really fucking annoying. Um, I hope it's name mine. But, um, I think it's there's a dog that's called Shona to over that just barks like mental. Um, Shona. No wonder it barks. I'd, I'd bark if I was called Shona. Um, and anyway, that's off topic. But yeah, when it came out to today, um, it could be very easy for, for you just to go, just it's not my fight to, to fight or anything like that. It's, it's uh, it's not my school to fight for or anything like that, but you were quite happy just to just go, no, that guy's a Robin, shouldn't be anywhere near this. And then you, I was seeing you accepting accepting people from the other school, just going, come to us, come to us. Yeah, <laughs> we'll like I, I, I got a couple of messages from some, some of the guys from that particular school, and uh, one of them I've, I've spoken to before, so we are kind of becoming pally. One of the guys I hadn't actually spoken to before, we just kind of follow each other on Twitter. And he was like, he was super sweet. And he was just saying how he was feeling about everything. And I thought, man, do you know what? I, I, I can't relate directly, but when everything happened with Source last year, like I'm, 
I'll be totally honest, man, it broke my fucking heart. Like, I really thought about not going back. And then I thought, but but why? Like, I've, I've worked so hard. Same with these guys. Some of the guys have approached me and been like, I don't know if I want to continue. It's like, but you've, firstly, you've worked so damn hard. Why put that away? Because someone else is an asshole. And secondly, I'm a firm believer in that the absolute best form of revenge is for you to succeed at something. So, like, keep going and keep doing what you're doing and keep doing it better. But you're you're right. Like, I was like this time last year when everything came out, I was very. It's nothing to do with me. I'm just going to stay out of it. I just want to stay quiet. I don't want to ruffle any feathers. And now I'm like, I, I hate that I done that. Like, I hate it. And I actually brought it up in March. And it was uh, regarding a friend of mine who was accused of something pretty horrible. And I tried to ignore it. And then it got to the point where I was like, do you know what? I can't ignore this anymore. And I can't ignore that you treat me horribly either. So, bitch, bye. You've got to go. Because there's no no place for those kind of people. And I don't like to say I regret things. I don't believe in really having regrets. That might sound silly to some people. I don't believe in looking back and regretting things. But I just kind of wish that I had had a bit more of a voice. Like when you look at other people in the scene who have been like blazing it and have been sticking up for things, then yeah, I would like to have been a part of that on a positive way. But there's no point in me being like, oh, I should have done this. Like, if I can do something now, then I can do it now, knowing that I can maybe, like, be a kind of positive thing for it. Like, if, if people from schools feel like they can message me, then awesome. I will be wrestle mum. I will do it. I love it. But no, it's, it's yeah, you're absolutely right with, with not having to regret it, because every, every turn, every wrong turn, left turn, right turn, has all led you to this moment. Um, unfortunately, it is, it is speaking to, to me on a podcast, but it's all led to this moment. And if you didn't take a certain stance or you didn't didn't say a certain thing, you wouldn't have made it to where you are. Um, so it's, it's one of those weird things where if you didn't do one thing, it could have changed everything. Uh, I mean, it's, I'm watching Loki at the moment and it's all that that time variance and uh, branching off and all that kind of stuff. So there could be, there'll be a world, there'll be a timeline, a multiverse timeline where you didn't say anything at all and um, you could, could be doing something totally different. You may have given up or, or there may be a timeline where where you did speak out and it could still be in this exact same spot. It made, made, made no difference. So, yeah. Yeah, like, I'm, a, I'm a very firm believer and if somebody wants to tell me that someone else is terrible, that's 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 fair, but if if someone I don't I don't really know how to explain this. It's not going to make me sound like kind uh, of dismissive. Like certain things you can hear about people, like you can't excuse it yet. But this person in particular, I'll just I'll just say it balls out the bath, right? This person was really close to me, and he was like my best friend, so I found it very difficult to to deal with and. I didn't not believe this girl. I actually believed her, but I told him, like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. Did you maybe do this? And he's like, what? But I totally did believe her, and I just, I, I didn't know if I could let go of, like, my best friend. But sometimes I feel like 
you need to kind of experience the hurt from them and how they're going to act with you to really be like right I've made the right decision to get you out of my life like I I had to to see that you are actually this person rather than just I think if I just dismissed them right away I would have always had that question mark mm-hmm. but yeah being able to experience how much of a total shit human being people are like it kind of shows you like yeah that's that's a solid decision and bye Felicia <laughs> pretty much uh just just to, to spin a positive about that balls out the bath is my now favorite term of phrase <laughs> that is amazing so so uh, i'll be using that in the future for everything just uh, balls out the bath he's he's a shit he's just absolute dickhead uh <laughs> You're welcome. Incredible. Um, so back to wrestling. Manlin also asked if you could bring in one import for a show, who are you bringing in and who are they wrestling? Uh, I was stressed over this question for at least 48 hours. Um, so I, <laughs> it's, going to, it's going to sound really weird. I really want to see Zero go against um, Evil from New Japan. So I think it would be glorious I think it would be a pure battle of the characters um having wrestled Zero in the past I know that he is uh, I, I don't know if I can kind of use the term Japanese style but he's he's very like if he locks up with you it's like Jesus Christ so I think it would be an awesome match to see uh, I would also really like to see Awesome Kong go against Aisha and it's purely just because I'm a mark for Awesome Kong and she knows it herself I'm a big mark for Aisha Raymond <laughs> so I think it would be really cool and uh, for you I think last time we spoke it was like uh, Beth Phoenix uh, would be was up there and and all that so is there anyone else now uh, since since that last year that we haven't really chatted uh, who, who have you seen that you'd love to get in the ring with uh, I think I would really like to wrestle like Nyla Rose. I think they're an awesome wrestler and big powerhouse man. Like I, I've not got to go against like a big powerhouse yet, and I think it would be really cool, cool to go against them. Uh, Alexa Bliss because she's 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 totally, and it would be good storytelling I guess for like a storytelling psychology point of view I think it would be a lot of fun Fair enough um, and also Manlin sent me a message directly that he wants me to read out so I'm going to have to get it up in front of me so I can so I can uh, read it all it says uh, right I'll say it word for word so it'll sound like I'm saying this to you but it's from him uh, he says I would never say this to her face. After all, I've got a reputation of being arsehole to a bold. But Brody is possibly the most overwhelmingly positive person I know. She's a perfect example of someone who doesn't give up and shows that hard work, hard work pays off. She's an inspiration to everyone who steps into a wrestling school and the sky is truly the limit when wrestling starts again. She's a treasured part of our community at Source and she makes a huge difference in all of our lives. Oh my goodness! Cry on a podcast. <laughs> How sweet of them. P.S. I'm still significantly younger. <laughs> I'm done at all. <laughs> I don't even know what age Manlin is, but he probably is younger than me. 
I, I don't oh. know if it's one of those things where you have to cut his leg to count the rings. I don't, I don't know how you work out. Yeah, I think he might be, and I think I was surprised, non offensively, but I think I was surprised. <laughs> so, yeah, oh, he, did, he, he, didn't want to put it, he didn't want to put it out in public, but it, well, it's time in public because I've, I've read it out, but. Um, <laughs> So yeah, maybe he just wanted to make you cry on a podcast. That's... Maybe because he knows I'm a pure crier. Like if I if I read something that's cute, I'll be like, <laughs> like I was watching Total Bellas last night and uh, Nikki Bella got engaged. Spoilers, Nikki Bella got engaged, and I'm sitting pure. <laughs> like I just I cry at everything. It's terrible. It's, it's really bad. I was, I was trying to make it. Trying to think. Oh, she didn't get engaged at WrestleMania, but I'm going to guess this is to to Artem. Uh, didn't cry at that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I remember Artem from Strictly Come Dancing over here, but uh, oh, oh, so lovely. Oh, yeah, she deserves them. She deserves them. She kind of I like John Cena, but she should have patched them ages ago. Well, you don't. You didn't enjoy John Cena's house rules. <laughs> See if that was me, by the way, and I was Daniel Bryan, I'd be like, I'm away. Like Nikki can. Nikki may have a broken neck. She can deal with her own shit. I'm away. No way. I I I never seen an episode of Total Bellas, but I, I'd seen enough. I'd seen the business parody, and I'd seen enough clips to know that as much as John Cena is cool in that, I could not spend any time with him. He would just piss nah, me off really quickly. I just I really really hope that John Cena's part in all of it was that whole kind of assisted reality thing. I really just hope John Cena is actually like. Sometimes he's a pure goof and he's just a prankster and stuff, and I would love that. See, when he's all serious, I just, John, come on, wear some tie dye, have some fun, please. Loosen up, wear some joggies. Yeah, wear some joggies, loosen up. Uh, So, one question we ask everyone, of course, the dinosaur question, and last time you answered it with Triceratops. Uh, We've added a question since then, uh, (laughs) which you'll be aware of. So, uh, as you are a, a listener of the show, you'll know what it is. Um, what would win in a fight, two sheep or one cow? Two sheep. I have thought about this for so long, Billy. <laughs> two sheep. So, reasons. Firstly, <laughs> unless Bob's Burgers lies to me, cows can go upstairs, but they can't come down. Now, what if the sheep were to lead that cow upstairs and ambush him, and they can just keep running downstairs to like get their breath back or get tools or whatever? Or what if the sheep were to like just push the cow downstairs? What if that was to happen? Also, cows are like, they're not as agile. They're very slow. And I mean, cows running, it's kind of funny, but I bet sheep can run faster. And if there's two of them, they could like trip them up. And as soon as a cow falls down, they can't get back up. You need the farmer to get them back up. And I've thought about this extensively. <laughs> so your, reason, your reasoning was the reason I gave for the first time I was asked this, which was this cow can't cow can go upstairs, but it can't go down. So what if a sheep pushes it off a ledge? Was my was my initial thought. What if it led the cow upstairs and it can't get back down, so it starves to death? Nobody's thought of that. <laughs> Play the long game. Sheep will just be chilling, yeah. eating some grass, and then cow will be upstairs just dying. Yeah, some patience pays off. <laughs> like it's like full torture. Uh, or, or what if it's two Marip against a mill tank? Oh no, wait! I just realised I'm outside the 151 Pokemon. I am, I am in no man's land for you. 
Miltank can stand on two feet though. He could just punch them. <laughs> or roll out. Or roll out. <laughs> Popped up my TikTok the other day of someone fighting a Miltank and I was like, ah, oh, I didn't need that PTSD in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Arsehole of a cow. <laughs> just horrible. Um, so yeah, outside of, of wrestling then and, and Fortnite, uh, of course you're you're a cat mum. Um, Hi mum, yes. That, you do put up a lot of pictures of, not a lot, it makes me sound like I'm going, you put up too much pictures, but you put up a lot of pictures of Dutch. Uh, yeah. how, how, is, how is he, is it he, how is he adjusting yeah. to living with uh, with yourself working from home? I think he's adjusted a little bit too well because apart from right now, obviously, because I, I chucked him, uh, he doesn't leave my side. If I'm sitting in the office, I actually put a bed over there for him so that he can just sleep over there. Uh, while I'm working in my office and then when I get up and go to lunch he gets lunch at the same time and then if I'm sitting on the couch he'll come up and he'll just he'll just tap me in the knee just be like mama um, I go back to work he comes back in here I go back in the living room he's in there I go to bed he's in there he doesn't leave my side and it kind of concerns me because I'm going away in a few weeks for like three days so don't want him to live without me <laughs> but it's been amazing I've wanted one for I moved out five years ago and I didn't get to bring my cat and I've been pining since. So I finally got him and he's he's just absolutely perfect. And he's got the best name in the world. So named after anything in particular? Well, his full name is Dutch Vanderpuss. Does that give you anything to go on? To be honest, no. No. <laughs> okay. So it's after Dutch Vanderland from Red Dead Redemption. Ah, okay. You're yeah, definitely so, like this Comic Con. You should really, yeah, because so they've got loads yeah, of voice. They, they've got they've got uh, some voice actors from um, Red Dead Redemption too. So, yeah, I think I think uh, after this you'll be booking that straight away. Uh, but uh, mm. Sandy has really gotten used to sleeping in the spare room. So Aww. we of course we have a double bed in, in our room because we're grown ups, but we also have a double bed in the spare room, which is apparently hers because it sits underneath the window. So she can look out and she gets a bed to herself. She's very, she's spoiled. I don't know how she's going to cope if I have to ever to go back. Because uh, I'm just going to take it out of this room because my downstairs neighbour started blasting happy hardcore and I am just not for it today. So <laughs> no we're going in the other room. <laughs> we're so, back. So, Sorry about that. So, all right. so <laughs> as, as far as your other gaming uh, exploits, is there anything else you've been binging or TV-wise? Anything else you've been binging at all? Um, so I've started playing Sonic Mania. No, yeah, Sonic Mania, and it's awesome. It's so good. Like, I love it. <laughs> um, what else? I'm still trying to finish Pokemon Sword, but the last battle is absolutely kicking my arse. Um, so, so, so you're past 150 then. So, so is there any new favourites that you've got? Uh, in the Pokemon world, I can't remember their names, man. <laughs> Just, I can't. I've tried so hard. Have you? Have you? I can't. Was I think? Did we discuss the irrational hatred for uh, Rotom? No. No. Uh, right. Have you? Have you seen Rotom as a Pokemon yeah, based wrestler? Is that one that that can change shape? Oh, I tagged you in it. That's what it is. After we, we chatted, I sent you a picture of it on Twitter ages ago. It's the one that's like a washing machine 
and a, a lawnmower and an oven and a, a phone it changes into all these things? I don't think I'm very happy with that. It's like that, that Pokemon that's just a set of keys. What, what, is, what is that? Why are you a thing? And it's not even like a keys Pokemon. It's a fairy Pokemon. It's classed as a fairy Pokemon. Can't, can't. But, uh, I was reading that this this Rotom was uh, motor backwards, which I thought was clever. Uh, I was about to blow your mind like a relic, it's killer backwards. But uh, it, it's, it becomes your Pokedex, I think. Okay. And I just, it, I, the more I see it, the more I hate it. But uh, Yeah, kind of sounds like I hate it already. So, so yeah, so you're still, still the ones you remember are the 151, and yeah. that's it, it's all you, so. Cool, that's, that's fine. So plans for the future then, because uh, I know I've just I've kept you, we're keeping it to about an hour and a half, uh, but what's your plans for the future then? You've got your, your stuff with Fierce Females, of course, that's kind of in the darkness, in That'd secret. Um, you've, got your fear, you've got your stuff with uh, Fair City. Um, am I right in thinking your, like your trip away would be, you've got the training with Lana Austin? No, not yet. So Lana does her training sessions on a Thursday and unfortunately I'm an office wanker so I am Monday to Friday. So I need to try and get the time off for it. My time away is just purely sit, just to sit with my wee nephew and just enjoy a couple of days without having to do housework. <laughs> Great. Well, that, that, yeah, that's the best way for it. Um, so yeah, plans for the future then. You like to keep your, your dreams small but let, let's kind of expand that for a second you like to you, you're booked for wrestlemania in the main event uh, or wrestle kingdom wherever the biggest one you want to go to uh who are you facing damn oh i, I kind of want to say Asuka. i was trying to think of a dude but Asuka's is awesome and she's so badass and yeah I, it's got to be Asuka. yeah I don't even care if it's at WrestleMania or New Japan, like either or. Cool, that's, that's fine. So I think that's that's kind of just wrapping up now because um, now we've actually done a proper interview. I feel like this is this is redemption from our first our first chat, which like like I say, you were great and I was shiting. So um, I, I like this is like I don't know what you're talking about. Oh no, it's just like I said first. I was trying to like count up when I started making notes, and I was getting further and further into season one. I was thinking. Fuck, I was so underprepared so many times in this. I think I think 22 was the first time I started actually making notes for it. And it was for Scotty Swift. So how I got to well, 21 weeks without... Now you're on 164, so you're obviously doing exactly. something right then. Yeah, 164. And uh, I, might, I was going to kind of hold it out and contact you when I was getting to 164, but I think that's going to be in like <laughs> two years' time. So I thought, no, I'm yeah. booking now. Uh, but no, thank you for, for taking the time again to speak to me. But for anyone who wants to know, how can they find you on social media? So I'm on Twitter. As far as I'm aware, I am at Brody underscore Adler. Yes. Yay! Uh, Instagram, I think I'm Brody dot Adler. I don't have that in front of me. I'll say yes. I mean, just search me. You'll find me. Nobody else is called Brody Adler, so it's fine. Nobody else better to call Roy Adler. Or you barren. Yeah, I may exchange some messages, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Well, thank you very much for joining me today. Thank you so much. It was fun.